Welcome to episode 26 of Fearless Rebel Radio. Today we have our final Rock Your Body Spotlight. This is the story of Mia, who is a coach, an entrepreneur, and a single mother of two who broke the chains of perfection and found freedom from food and body obsession. Her story is amazing, and I can't wait to share it with you. But before we get started, I wanted to remind you that enrollment is open until Sunday, March 15th for my annual online Rock Your Body program. So you hopefully by now have grabbed the free video training series at rockyourbodynow.com. And if you're feeling like, hell yeah, I'm ready to be that woman that eats what she wants and feels fabulous, and you want to take that next step, then the full nine-week online program starts Monday, March 16th. So enrollment is only open until Sunday, March 15th. And I only run this program once a year. So this is your only chance to grab it this year until 2016. And I'll just give you a brief kind of outline of what it's all about because I know there's been a lot of questions about it. It blends online training with custom coaching from me to get you off of the diet cycle. So what is the diet cycle? Well, it's really, you know, starts with your desire to lose weight, which comes from poor body image or poor self image causing you to want to kind of limit or restrict foods, which leads to cravings as your willpower depletes. And then you end up like overeating or binging or breaking your diet or cheating or however you want to call it. You feel guilty. You sabotage yourself further. You gain weight and repeat and you're stuck in this cycle. And I know so many women have been in this cycle for years and years and years. And it really prevents you from living the life that you want because you're constantly thinking about food. You can't even look at yourself in the mirror without cringing and it's no way to live. And if you're ready to start loving that woman that is looking back at you in the mirror and to step back into her and love her unconditionally and not worry about food anymore, then this is going to help you find that balance and peace in your life and that balance and peace, not only within yourself, but with food, because we break that diet cycle. And we do that by dealing with the body image work, which is digging deep into understanding why those issues are there in the first place and doing a lot of, you know, mindset work and helping you to just truly step into yourself and embrace the body that you have today. We heal your physical and psychological uh, damage from dieting. So, so much of that is, is psychological, but also physical. You know, if you've been restricting yourself, you need to make sure that your body knows that nourishment is coming. And so much of that is also dealing with the limiting beliefs that you have about food as well as yourself. And we learn to eat like a normal person, you know, doing a bit of intuitive eating work. So just helping you to actually be able to eat without rules and templates so you can just go out to eat with your friends and not worry about it and not even think about food. And you don't have to worry about like fitting within a template or planning all your meals or any of that. It's just eating the right amount for your body to keep you at like the weight that's healthiest for you. And it's really amazing when you can strike that balance. Also dealing with emotional eating and helping you get to the underlying issues there and so much more. You know, I could go on and on and on about this, but if you did the free video training series, that kind of gives you a taste for what it's all about. And hopefully you received the personalized invite to get all the details on the program, including sneak peeks inside each of the modules. But the program itself, it's nine weeks and every week a new module is released with about five short videos as well as transcripts. If you don't want to watch videos, you can just get the transcripts, each with their own mission to put the insight into action. And that's really where the magic happens. It's a lot of kind of like, you know, behavioral journaling work and things like that. But it's really, really powerful. Lots of personalized attention from me, which is amazing because I really do get to know all of the women really, really well. Um, through the coaching calls where we do guided exercises as well as a lot of time for Q&A and individual coaching and then the online group which I spend way too much time in um, which is awesome because that's how I get to know everybody and help you. The community itself is crazy powerful. I find any of these group programs that I do like having that support in that community just makes it 
so much more effective. Um, there's some incredible bonus tutorials this year, which is I'm really excited about. We have one by Stephanie Ruper on, you know, unleashing your sex appeal. Um, there's one from my good friend, Lisa Carpenter on, on finding and owning your self-worth. And there's another fabulous one from my friend Cam, um, about owning your story, which is so important when we talk about getting to the underlying issues associated with body shame. You get lifetime access to the program, so you can do it every time I run it. So that once a year when I run it, you can redo it when I when I add new content and there's new bonus tutorials, you get access to that forever. You're in that group forever. So you're pretty much with me forever, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> and um, yeah, and again, I only run it once a year. So enrollment closes this Sunday, March 15th, and the program starts Monday, March 16th, which I'm pumped about. So if you're one of the ladies that's already in it, awesome, yay. And if you're on the fence, get on it now. And if you have other questions, I am going to be doing a Q&A call on Wednesday, Wednesday of this week, which is, geez, somebody get a calendar. It's March 11th at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, the dial-in number for that is 425-440-5100. And the pin code is 423678-POUND. You don't need to write that down because if you are on my email list or on my Facebook page, you'll be able to find that pretty easily or just tweet me and I can send that to you. But yeah, it's going to be amazing. So if you have questions, just tune into that Q&A call and I will be answering all of them because I know it's a big investment, but um, as you can hear from some of these Rock Your Body Spotlight stories, it really can change your life. So I can't wait to see you backstage there. And if you haven't grabbed the free training, uh, what have you been doing? You can still do that. Go to rockyourbodynow.com to grab that free training and you'll get your personalized invite and uh, that'll give you a taste for it or just do the free training, which is awesome. Um, and that's it. Let's get started with this show. Well, hello, Mia. Welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So we're going to kick things off here. And I just want you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. All right. So I think uh, the first and foremost, I'm a, I'm a mom of two boys, two little boys. They're actually six and seven years old, a single mom. And I'm um, currently a trainer at CrossFit gym and a personal trainer on my own. And um, a budding entrepreneur, I could say now, trying to get into my own business. Um, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the new thing now. But, but really, you know, identify as being a mom first and and a, and a trainer yeah I train coach people um mostly gymnastics and um but I'm a very physical yeah physical person yeah yeah you're a competitor right uh I, I've toned it down a little bit <laughs> and the, because it, it, it's hard to balance you know being a competitor means you're there all the time um and everything needs to be very I don't know, controlled and I'm more of a, I like to live my life a little bit. So, um, it doesn't, that doesn't bring me everything. So I have a bit of a more balanced life when it comes to, to fitness in the last little while, which is something actually that's very good for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's good because yeah. I think when you first, uh, you know, when you first joined Rock Your Body, you said that, um, you know, you used to feel like you looked perfect on the outside, but inside you were, you know, you were really struggling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always, everybody always said, oh, you know, I want to look kind of like you. And I, first of all, I never believed, like I looked at, I was just like, you want to look, like, I didn't see in the mirror what other people saw. Never, ever for a very, very long time. And I can, I do now, but I didn't at the time. Yeah. What did, what did that feel like for you? I don't know. Like, it's funny because you don't really, you don't really know. It's like, it's like you can't change something that you can you don't acknowledge right so to me it was just like I looked in the mirror and I saw you know and ever since I was a kid it was like big legs and you know like I saw all the negatives like I really didn't see anything else but that you know and I, I could I remember I used to be obsessed with like lifting my shirt and look trying to see if I had abs you know mm -hmm. and I never saw it you know and I, I I don't know it was just I was obsessed about my body and the way it looked but I couldn't see it as being pretty at all or or 
strong. Like it, it was very odd. I, I can't describe it because when you're in it, you just like once you're out of it and you look at your body, and you're like, oh, oh, I see now what people see. Well, then it's different. But I don't know where, you know, if there was like what it was my mind that switched. But I see a different person. You know what I mean? Like, but I really didn't see that person at the time. That yeah. person was like big legged, you know, big butt. Um, you know, I always describe myself as being big, you know, and uh, yeah, that's just yeah, it was just in really hard for me to see what other people saw. And how did that how did that make you feel? Like how did that how did that impact, you know, your your emotions? Well, I never felt worthy. Like I never felt first of all, I never felt worthy of the acclaim of being like I never felt good enough. Like there was always there was always like this 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 drive to be <clears throat> for perfection of like it made me feel like I was never good enough that I was always I was never going to be who I wanted to be, that I was, there was always people that were better than me. Um, I made me feel like, well, it made me want to eat more. It made me actually want to, 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 sometimes I would just give up on everything where I would just be like, well, what, what, why am I working on this so much when I always am going to be fat? And that was in my mind. Like I'm going to be fat. I was not, you know, I, at the time I, I wasn't, you know, but in my mind I really was, you know, I was really not. So it just made me feel like, I think unworthy and, and just kind of like always self-conscious, like super self-conscious. It stopped me from doing a lot of stuff. Do you want to maybe give some examples of how, how that feeling, like just not having that feeling of being good enough really manifested into your life? Like how did that change your behavior or situations that you were, that you were going through? Uh, I would, uh, okay. Well, I, I don't know. I think the, the, perfect example I think is the shorts example I used to never wear shorts that were short and part of it was like in my past my mom said you know like girls with big legs shouldn't wear shorts Mm -hmm. Uh, short shorts and you know I was a girl with big legs I shouldn't wear short shorts right so I would never ever wear shorts I like shorts that were like shorter than my knees I would wear boy shorts you know like that were longer and uh and I don't know. Or I would be self-conscious in, you know, like that if I put a bathing suit on, no matter what, I would just constantly be thinking about my body. I would be constantly thinking half the time I'd be having fun, but half the time I'd be thinking about my body and how I looked and how I was, you know, and, and, and kind of stops you from living, right? Because you're living in your mind. You're not being yourself because you're constantly thinking about what other people are seeing. And so I, I don't know. Is that is that kind of what you were thinking? Like, uh... yeah, no, I was just trying to understand, like, you know, not wearing the shorts or, you know, like you felt self-conscious about a bikini. Like I just trying to was trying to understand, like, where it was potentially holding you back, like specific things that um... the other thing. Well, yeah, the other well, the other thing that I think was holding me back is literally my mind was so focused on my body and on food and on exercise that I didn't have time for anything else like it was constant 24 7 every moment of the day was thinking about food I was thinking about food what I'm going to eat oh my gosh there's a cookie there oh my gosh I can't eat that cookie okay what am I going to eat later oh I need to do this I need to go exercise I need to it was my constant battle was it was always about that it was like my mind space was completely filled with I'd go to the bathroom I'd lift my shirt oh look at oh like it was almost 24 7 of thinking about my body and then and if I were to compare that to now, like it, now I have time to do all sorts of other stuff, start a business, do all this stuff. All that time that I spent in my head thinking about food and thinking about my body is now like that has been filled with other stuff. So that I was literally constantly, it was always about that. It was, it, 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 you know, like I know some people that they say, oh, I don't think about food all the time. I, I, I thought about food all the time and I thought about my body all the time. Yeah, it's consuming, right? It's just that is. It, yeah, it you it fills your mind with kind of this, yeah, and you can't stop it. It's 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 very. I don't know. I I would try to stop myself from thinking about it, and oh, it's gonna be you know, I go to a party and there'd be tons of food, and I'd just be like obsessing over like, don't go to the buffet table, don't go to the buffet table, and then I would go to the buffet table and I would eat the buffet table. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> totally. So yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit more. Cause obviously like you, you know, you stepped into the program really kind of wanting to change that, change mm-hmm. that relationship with food and to silence that constant chatter in your head. And so what was, tell me more about, about what your relationship with food was like, like you mentioned, you know, like always thinking about it, but how else was that kind of manifesting for you? Oh. It, this is like it's it's hilarious and if you go to like my blog i blogged about it a lot and it was always it was repetitive like it was always the same so i would i i i used to say it was i i would cycle between deprivation and then indulgence so um i would deprive myself i would calorie count it depended you know i've gone through so many different cycles i you know, parts of my life I was doing, I did every single diet, South Beach diet, um, you know, like every diet, like any diet, I've done it, like I've tried it. So I would do diets and I would obsess over them and I would over-exercise always because, you know, that's what you do when you diet, you over-exercise. And then I would do that for, I don't know, a couple months. I usually good eight weeks is usually like kind of my max. Mm-hmm. And then I would get like, you know, I start to see results and, you know, I'd be super happy because, you know, I, I identified through, you know, that deprivation and oh, how, how, how good I was. And then something would happen. So sometimes it would be life would happen. Sometimes um, I just probably didn't have enough calories in me. So I would just, then I would just go into this like, um, indulgence phase where I could let myself eat whatever I wanted, anything, anything. And I would, li- and then I would feel so much shame because I would be constantly eating and constantly like, and you know, but then I would tell myself, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't, you know, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't know. And so then from there, you know, I, then I'd feel a lot of shame because obviously, you know, I just failed again for the like umpteenth time. And, um, and so then I'd feel more shame. So make me eat more and eat more and eat more because I feel more shame. But then I would exercise over exercise because then I felt shame and then I was eating too much. And then I would exercise too much. And, uh, oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. Like it was just really not a really fun life to live, you know? And then, mm-hmm. and then I would eventually like, I'd be like, okay, that's enough. And then I'd go back to, okay, what's the new diet? Okay. I'm reset, reset it on Monday, you know? And then I would do that, but it would be all consuming. I would be like, all I would be doing would be food prepping. Or I remember there was a point where I was counting every single calorie and I was putting all the recipes into the freaking computer. And, uh, you know, my kids would be ignored because I, oh, I'm sorry. I have to put the salad and see how many calories there is in this because we don't want to go over my calories for the day. Um, and then, but then, you know, I would, you know, then a week later I'd be like at like McDonald's with the kids, like, woo, like who cares? Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It was just like, I was just, I would be super deprived and, and then I would be just completely like, I didn't care anymore. But then there was a lot of shame associated with that side of it. Right. So when I was being very good, what I thought was good, you know, clean, like completely 100%, no, nothing, you know, that I felt like a lot, I I identified to being like, that's what I want to be for my life, you know, because I want to be perfection, I think is, is kind of what I was aiming for. It was like the perfect, you know, and I knew, I thought there was other people out there that were like that. And that's what I want to be like, but I don't, you know, I I don't know. I don't think that I, it's very hard to, to be as perfect as I think that people like that I thought I wanted to be what I wanted to to be like my ideal was like I don't know not realistic I don't think (laughs) yeah I mean I think a lot of people definitely struggle with that with that perfectionist mentality but Mm -hmm. it's it's really you know in this quest that they think it's maybe going to make their life better but it it Mm -hmm. it's um it actually kind of as you said like hinders you from from living your life well, it's like the, the people who say, oh, the more money I have, the happier I'll be or the skinnier I'll be. Like, believe me, as a, like I've been I've had a six pack before and I wasn't any happier. And in fact, like my image and the way I looked, I don't know, it didn't it doesn't do what you think it's going to do. Like, I don't know, it doesn't it, at least not for me. I can't speak, to, you know, other people, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. I just it doesn't that that quest for that perfect body once you have the perfect body it's just like the quest for tons of money like yeah okay you know you look good on pictures and you know like whatever you know like a lot of people in the gym they're like oh I want to be skinnier so I can do pull-ups I was like well you know like why don't you learn how to do pull-ups at your own butt like you know like getting skinny is not going to help you in those ways 
in the way that I think that some a lot of people perceive it is, you know, it it didn't. It I just was I was the same person with the same problems, just lighter. Yeah. And, you know, and and obsessive. So and also like not happy because I was like the dieting girl who's like, you know, I can't go to any. I would literally not go anywhere because I couldn't because if I did, I'd be tempted. And that's horrible. Like, oh, I'd, I can't go. I'm sorry. I can't go. There's going to be food there and food is bad. And I, ha I have to, you know, I'll bring my own containers. But even then, if I brought my own containers, it would be too hard and I would just leave, you know, so I just. I just avoided all parties. I would go to bed at seven. I still do, <laughs> but <laughs> but still, like I would, it was for different reasons. It was because I didn't want to socialize because I didn't want to be part of of that that crowd who ate food that was bad. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you decide that things needed to change? Why Why did you decide that it was time to change? Um. When I started to realize that. Um, that it was affecting me. Okay, so I, I started to realize that 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 I, I think I kind of knew that it was I was being a bit obsessive, and because of my blog, I started to realize there was a pattern. So I started to realize like, oh, okay, this is a pattern, and no diet and nothing has ever changed me. Like I realized that I needed a real change. Like I needed to switch something because I was spinning my wheels with diets and. And I just, I needed something to switch it, like to, to just change it because I knew that it, what I was doing wasn't working. I also, I was competitive, you know, in the gym and stuff. And I wanted my performance also to like, I, I was based on performance. Like I wanted to be really good. And I thought, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tweak my diet. And it was a bit, I really wanted it to be about performance. Like I want to tweak my diet so I can be the best person I can be in the gym, you know, so there was kind of a couple different things that, and then, yeah, but mostly it was, I, I knew that, you know, they always like the pain of doing it was over the pleasure that I got. Like there was no more pleasure out of it anymore. I, I was, it was always kind of just hard because it was starting to get hard to always like go on a diet and then it's like failing over and over and over and over again and not you start stop believing in yourself you just you just you know you almost I don't know I just wanted to stop failing mm -hmm. you know I wanted to I wanted to find a way to stop failing does that make sense yeah yeah it's like wanting to 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 break that cycle like you you yeah. noticed the pattern which I think so many people can can yeah. relate to because it's like they just keep doing the same thing over and over and yeah. over again um but yeah no I mean I think you know was there anything in particular that made you think okay I have to get some help with this now um I don't, I can't think of anything like a particular moment. Like, you know, there was no like, aha, you know, I have to do this. I think it was like the next thing in my, in my quest, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I had started eating like paleo. I remember, you know, and I, and I was like, Ooh, you know, and, uh, and it was something different for me. Like it was just, it was just that next, it was different. It was, it was, and I wanted that accountability. Like I needed to have somebody there. Like I needed to have, I, I was tired of doing it by myself too. Like, of trying and then, you know, I was like, you know, maybe with somebody that makes me accountable because I kind of, I've always known about food and, you know, you know, I always used to say, I know exactly what I need to do to be what I want to be, but I just, I don't want, I can't do it. And I think maybe it was this an accountability thing where I was like, I need somebody to watch over me to help me with this because I obviously can't do it on my own. Yeah. 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 And so on the journey, like through doing the yeah. program, can you tell me about a time that you, you know, started to see, you know, that that shift, like that change mm -hmm. in yourself? Yeah, like there was a couple of moments. And I, actually, it's funny because I, I didn't have an aha moment before starting the program because I don't actually remember why. But I do remember during the program. So um, there was a couple of times where we I had to look at myself in the mirror I remember and oh Siri just turned on <laughs> um I uh so I um 
I remember like having to look at myself in the mirror and 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 stopping the one the one thing is stopping negative self-talk. So changing the way that you see yourself. Okay? So changing the way that I thought about myself and saying the kind things to myself and being kind to myself and having a reason beyond my the way that I looked to do what I was doing. And I think it was really hard because at first you look at yourself, especially when you have this negative self image and you think you're this and that. And, and you're like, you know, you look at your body and you, all you see are your flaws. And there was a big transformation. Like I, I would look at myself in the mirror and I remember like the more positive and the more I got rid of that shame, the more I start to see who I was. And it wasn't like I changed much physically through the process. I did. I did, but it was more that I could see it. I could see my worth almost like in, and so that was one. And then there was a couple of things we did where I realized that I had been dieting so much with food that I didn't even know when I was hungry anymore. I just was on this like weird, you know, like schedule of like, this is when I should eat. And I remember we did a week where we were eating mindfully and had to sit at the dinner table. And I'm alone, like I'm a single mom. So, you know, I'm either with my kids, which is, you know, crazy, but then, or I'm just by myself, which sounds sad, but it's not, it's really great to be. Um, But, and I would sit there and I would eat and I was like, I don't even know the last time I felt hungry. You know, and I remember we did this week where it was like, oh, wait till you're hungry. I was like, I don't even know what that feels like. I know what full feels like. But I don't know what hungry feels like because I just never – I never really listened to my body in any way, shape or form. I, I never trusted my body. I never trusted myself with food. I just kind of followed whatever guide that I had at the time that I was following. And so that was the big transformation where I realized I was like, oh, wait, my body is telling me stuff. And if I listen to it, it will actually tell me what I need. And then if I learn kind of – I the other thing was learning that shame like once I felt shame because usually shame in my life like if something happens so say something bad happened that shame would trigger food it would trigger that like my brain would say like oh it's time to go to the cookies and it's time to eat them all because you feel bad about something and it was that there was a trigger where it was like okay wait a minute I feel that feeling now but I don't want to go eat the cookies because I know that eating the cookies is not going to solve it's like um, somebody said, I think it's Janine Roth actually, who said like, it, you know, it's, um, you don't want the sticky bun. You want your life to be a sticky bun, you know, like, mm-hmm. well, st- she didn't say sticky bun, but I really like sticky bun. So that <laughs> I've changed it to sticky bun. But, yeah. I totally know what quote you're talking about. <laughs> I realized that, that food was food and, and food was not like love and food was not like anything. It was not shame. It was food was food. And once you realize food is food, it's just food. It's so weird. And it, that switch was like, oh, it's well, it's food. So I'm just going to eat it. And then I'm going to go and do other things that's more important than food. Then, well, it's very important, obviously, you know, for nutrition wise, because you would die without food. But to me, food was like, it was all encompassing. Whereas now food is, it's just food. It's just food that, I, and I put it in my mouth and I chew it and it's delicious. And I don't, And, you know, like the food that I used to, you know, like I eat it if I do eat eat stuff that I think, you know, like I I really like like it. I enjoy food. I can sit and have a meal and taste the food and enjoy, you know, whatever it is or wine, you know, like I'll drink wine and it's okay. You know, I used to be like, I don't know. It was everything was always like I'm doing this, but I'm not I should really shouldn't be doing this, but I'm going to do this because it's, you know and then but now it's like I can enjoy food and it's just food it's just food you know I still we all have our moments I still have my, I'm not you know I'm not perfect in that you know I have my moments but I'm very much aware of when they are and sometimes I just allow them to happen because because I because I because I feel like it you know like because I feel like you know going going there but most of the time there's no control anymore you know what I mean like I don't I don't control everything. I just kind of let my body tell me. And yeah, and it usually tells me what I need. 
Yeah, that's that's so awesome. Oh my god, I love hearing this from you now. Because um, you know, I mean, we don't always get a chance to like totally catch up on this stuff, but it's really cool. I'm like so excited. Um, uh, but yeah, no. So you you just said so many amazing things. So I just want to yeah. like kind of elaborate on. Uh, I'll get you to elaborate on some of yeah. them. But you know, what is what did it feel like to like? feel hunger and start to like trust that your body could tell you what you needed to eat and when. Okay. So I'm going to say like, I'm going to be bluntly like honest. When I first started doing it, it freaked me out and I didn't like it. Like I didn't like the feeling. I like one of the things that I did through the process is I let myself have whatever I wanted in my house. Okay. So because I have kids, like there's food in there that I wouldn't necessarily have eaten. Um, just like, and even sometimes it's just like, you know, whatever chocolate or raised, like dried fruit, you know, cause, it, cause in the past I would like just go crazy if I knew that was in my house and I can't have that in my house. And I remember I said, I'm going to let myself eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And that's okay. Okay. And so I went through this phase where it was like, I'd freak myself out because I was eating whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be horrible. But you know, when I was hungry, I ate like I, I never I don't know, I ate as much as I could. And it just felt I don't know, it felt really odd at first. In fact, it felt like almost like uh, actually I got a little bit of anxiety in the beginning because mm-hmm. it, it wasn't natural. It was a it was changing a habit like this. It's, it's so ingrained when you've been doing this since you were 15 years old, like literally since I was 15 years old, it has not stopped, you yeah. know. And so all of a sudden you're like letting yourself. It actually makes me a bit teary like you letting yourself to trust yourself. Well, you don't, you don't trust yourself. You never have. I'm 39. Like how many years is that of not trusting myself? So all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to trust my body. And so it, at first it freaks you out. And at first you're like, I'm going to get fat and I'm going to do this. And that was still had that mindset of like, I'm going to get fat. And oh, you know, I don't trust myself. I'm going to, and then eventually I started to realize, like I started to do it. It just started. It's a habit, right? It takes a while. So couple weeks a month I would say the first month you're like ooh, I don't know you know and I remember I went through and I even called you and I said oh I want to start tracking my calories you remember that yes I I do (laughs) and you're like okay do it but if it you know and that was that and then that was after that week that's when it started everything changed so I started I tracked my calories for about three days four days and I was like no 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 no. this is not the life I want I, I remember this no this is not what I want and yeah I, let me let me just caveat that <laughs> before yeah. it sounds like I promote any oh, no, of that type of behavior <laughs> you had specifically asked me in relation to like performance right like you were like can I do this in order to track my um like my carbs because yeah. you yeah. wanted to get stronger and I said yeah listen I was like you try it for like a day or two days, yeah. if you feel any of that voice yeah. coming back to you, like you stop and you call me and I will get you to stop again. Exactly. Yeah, because I just needed, I just, because I knew that, I knew it was probably the wrong, like not that it's wrong or right. You know, some people do it and it's great and it's fine. I, I don't, but, but for me, you know, I knew that, yeah, I wanted to try it just because I thought I could maybe, because I was starting to trust myself, but or maybe I was distrusting myself, so I needed to go back into that a little bit controlled. And it was whatever you said, you know, I remember I had your voice in the back of my head. I was like, okay, don't, you know, like you're doing this for your health. You're doing this for your performance. You're not doing this. And like the minute you start doing that, it's like, you know, you you know, like all of a sudden you're like looking, you're scrutinizing. It was just like, oh, this, I don't want this. No, I'm done with this. Like I'm done with this. I will never... Well, never like I will. Yeah, no, I'll never do that again. You know, I don't. It's just not life. It's just there's so much better things to do than count calories in life. Uh, so yeah. So you mentioned you were kind of like you know freaked out at first. Um, yeah. And like, so how are you feeling? How are you feeling now? Like, as a, in terms of you know when you're when you're around food, like do you do you feel like you trust yourself now? Yeah, yeah, I do. I have moments. It's usually it's you know like certain times of month. I, 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 I tend to, but yeah, I, I would say like most of the time, I don't want to give a percentage. Most of the time I totally trust myself around food. I can have whatever in my house. I won't obsess about it. I won't think about it. Um, and I don't, and it just, I don't think about food as much anymore. Like I just don't think about it. You know what I mean? I trust myself and I don't think about it. I think that's more like, 
I just don't, it's just, it's food. And so, you know, I eat well most of the time and I just don't think about food as much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I just, it's just, I don't know. Like I, I've let go of a lot of, of this, of, you know, I don't know. It's like this ideal of what I wanted. And I, 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 and I still, it's still a work in progress. Like it, it's not perfect. Not that I want it. I don't think anything is perfect. And I, I think saying perfect, it'll never be perfect. I don't want it to be, but yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I just want to be healthy and, and if, and, but I want to be me and I want it, you know, I want to have fun and I want to, and I like certain things like sticky buns, you know, like once in a while, you know, they're good. So uh, yeah, I, I totally trust myself. I won't eat 10 sticky buns. I'll only eat one or even half of one actually. Like sometimes it'll just like, sometimes I'll just eat it and I'll be like, Oh, I don't just wanted a bite. Like that would have never happened in the past. If I had something in front of me, it, it wouldn't just be a bite. It would just be the whole thing because it was there. And I was like, Oh, it's time for, to do this. Let's do this. Like, let's eat this whole thing, this whole box. But now it's like, Oh, I'll just have one and it's fine. It, it's really, it's, it's actually like, it's hard to explain unless you have been obsessed with food and that, and then you, you trust yourself where there's a box of cookies and you, you can, you can avoid it. And you don't think about the box of cookies the whole time it's there. Cause sometimes, you know, like I would avoid the box of cookies, but I would be thinking about the cookies the whole time. Now the cookies are just, they're just cookies in the, in the lobby that I don't really, I'm not hungry or I don't want. And how does that, how does that make you feel? Uh, free, like completely free, like completely free. And it has given me the chance to open up the rest of my life. Like it's going to sound so like cliche, but like I literally let go of food and let go of that obsession and started living a completely different life. I started to do things that I never did before because I now had the time and the mind space to do it. And, and, and I never would have, I never would have had time to do it because so it just, it it totally empowers you because you feel in control again for the first time in my life. I actually felt like in control of me and, but it was all in my mind. A lot of it was in my mind of, learning how to control my own mind to become that person that that I want to be you know like a lot of you know when I talk to people with no food issues I used to always be jealous and be like well I don't I'm not like you I'm not like you you know I I think about food all the time and I was talking to my girlfriend every Monday we do this sauna thing and she goes you've you're completely different I was like she I never I'm not talking about what you used to say are, are can you eat this this week like are you yeah. what are you what are you on this week can you drink alcohol this week like what are you do you want to come over or you can you not come over this week like you know and she's like you don't do I said have you noticed that I don't do that and she was she's like yeah like you don't talk about it anymore like I don't I don't have restrictions I don't I you know I remember when I started saying well I does I can eat whatever I want and at first I, I, I said it and she was like all right Mm-hmm. You know, but then I'd be like, but I'm not going to eat that, you know, but now it's like, no, I really would. I don't even. Yeah, it's just not an issue. So it just it's very freeing. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like being a different person. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so good to hear. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm so happy. And it's so cool yeah. when your friends notice that, too. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I want to go back to something you said earlier when you said you could finally see see your worth. Can you tell me can you tell me more about that? Yeah. Well, after, I think it was the first step to what I needed to do. So I, you know, I live, like I'm, I'm a very, um, I had a, a lot of problems with like shame resilience. Like, so I was a very shameful person. Like, I don't know what it came from. I don't know if it was a middle child thing, but I was a, I'm a people pleaser. I always want everybody to be happy. Like I'm my birthday wish every year for every birthday was I want everybody to be happy like mm-hmm. that's what was my wish and um I don't know what it what it was about my my body image that was so made me so unworthy but there was a lot of I think there was just it wasn't about food or it was just about feeling okay to be me and, and feeling okay to be the person that I am and and having the thoughts that I had or I don't know it's hard to explain and uh and uh, um, what am I trying to? Anyway, I kind of lost my train of thought. That's okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, like so. I yeah, so I just it was just um, 
I don't know, was, there was a lot of shame associated with who I was, and I it stopped me from doing a lot of other stuff. Like, I, I really didn't, I was scared. It was like, I was always scared, because I never felt good enough. And I don't know if it was my body image that was really the, you know, I think maybe it was just my personality. And it just, it just manifested through food, right? So there was something about me that wasn't good enough. There was something about me that certain people could trigger like this complete shame and they still kind of it's funny because those same people still actually have the same effect on me but I can I'm much more resilient to their effect on me Mm. so what they you know what what like I encountered it yesterday perfectly you know this person uh, whenever I talk to them they're they they bring me back to that person that I used to be uh, just through because it's just you know it's learned behavior and I can now I don't first of all I don't go to food but I, I I know I can I can understand it and I feel I don't feel shame I feel like I I'm okay to say what I want to say and they may not agree with me and they maybe never will agree with me I'm okay that some people don't think that what I'm doing is, 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 is their cup of tea. Like it's okay. You know? So I feel my worthiness has come out. Like I felt really like I, you know, every time I did something and it, you know, it irked somebody or I was like, Ooh, you know, I shouldn't be doing that. But now I believe in myself enough that I can trust myself. So I, so I learned to trust myself with food and I learned to trust myself. You know what I mean? Like I learned to trust it. Like it's a lean into trusting your whole self to say, Oh my gosh, I have all these good ideas and I want to, I want to, I want to share these with people and I want to do this for, you know, and I want to help others. And I trust myself that I, that I can do this. So it manifested in my business, in my life and everything because I, it's all about trust. It's all about feeling worthy and feeling not, it's not worthiness, but it's also, yeah, like thinking that I'm, what I think is important and it matters and I'm, and, and I don't know that i like you just love yourself you just think you're cooler (laughs) you know like like you think you're you're like you're like oh you know actually you know what like you know like I'll have a I would have a a conflict with somebody and they would usually make me feel like oh am I am I doing the right thing maybe I shouldn't be doing this maybe I should and that was the way I lived my whole life I just listened to what other people told me what to do and this is what you should do with your life you should do this instead oh that's not a good idea especially trying to be an entrepreneur it's hard because everybody has an opinion on what you want what you should oh you should do that you should do this and now I've just, I've learned to be like, well, you know what, maybe that's what you think you want to do, but I know what I want to do. And it, and so it's that, it's that trust and that worthiness. Like I'm worthy to know that I know what's right for me and I know what I want. And I trust that I'm making the right decision for me. So that's so cool. Like, cause it impacted yeah. all the areas of your life, which I just yeah. like, it's so cool. And your blog is called being Mia and it's like, yeah. it feels like you've just like stepped into that. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and yeah. And I, and it's funny cause my blog went from fit like Mia because I really wanted to, cause I had just lost weight and I really, you know, I really wanted to like, you know, teach people. I, I well, I wanted to show people that you know, even though I look the way I do, I have food issues. And so I wanted people to know that, you know, everybody has, well, you know, like you could look a certain way and have food issues. And then it went to being Mia because I was like, really, it's all about being yourself. And actually now it's going to transition to coach Mia because now I've gone, been empowered to help others. Right. So it's, it's transitioned whole, like I've evolved completely to, from being, you know, fit like Mia to being Mia, just being me to, to coach. It's really cool. Yeah. And so you really like, I think so much of your battle was really like the, you know, that perfectionist, like people pleasing mentality. So, you know, how has your, how has your like perception on, on perfection changed? Well, it's just, I I just don't, it's not, I don't think it's the ultimate goal anymore. Like I used to, I remember, um, uh, I, and I blogged about this, but it was like, I remember my ex-husband, he said, uh, um, it done is better than perfect. And he says, isn't that a great quote? And I was like, that's, I don't like that quote. I was like, no, you only do it perfectly. Why would you do it if it's not perfect? And I remember not understanding what he meant by that being so great. I was like, you, you want to do everything perfectly, don't you? Why would you do anything not perfectly? And then I started to realize that I didn't do like 
a bunch of things in my life because I wasn't perfect. So I just stopped. I would just not do it because I was not, I knew I wasn't going to be the best. And then what I started to realize is that, you know, I'm not perfect, but if I do it, at least I'm doing it. And then I learned through doing it that, that you get better. But by waiting until you're perfect, like it's like a lot of people, they think, oh, well, you know, when I'm this skinny or whatever, I'm going to be perfect and then I can do all these things. No, 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 no. First of all, life is short. And second of all, like you are perfect. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think everybody's perfectly imperfect in the way that they are right now. Mm-hmm. Even it doesn't matter what shape or size at this point, you're perfect. You know, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's your worth is, is really more than your body. You know, your body is your body. Your, I don't know. It's your mind is 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 what is really what can't. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to explain until like. But yeah, like perfection is just. First of all, it's fleeting. Like people who you know, you see these. Why well, the media is very bad. I think with you know they they say oh you know strong is the new skinny. But then you know the, the images you see on the on the, especially being in the CrossFit community and being competitor is just like. Well, believe me, I, you know, like you, you, the, the attainment of perfection is just, I don't know, they just put it at this, media just makes it so hard to attain. It's never attainable. So if you just, I don't know, if you just accept yourself who you are and you just try to be your best, like it's awesome. Like you don't need to, I don't know, like I don't like the way that the media kind of, you know, as has made, you know, strong is skinny and no, 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 you know, like you're still putting images out there of these girls who are, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, like my food, I don't obsess about food, so I eat a lot better because I don't have those moments where I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat the whole kitchen and, you know, and I don't because I just, I don't need it anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. You just said so much good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, like, tell me, tell me, like, about an experience where you've just kind of felt free now that maybe you something was something that you never thought you would kind of experience before. Um, like, for, um, for me, really, it's, it actually is more than like, because my, you have to remember that, for me, it was never my body was it was fine. Like it, it was for years. Like it, I, you know, it hadn't fluctuated that much, you know, it was fine. So the free moment is when, you know, I, um, I can do things in my, in my professional life that like take risks or ask for things that I had never asked for and, 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 and put myself out there in a way that I never did before because I, I, so that, you know, like, and pursuing things that I've always believed that I wanted to do, but just didn't have that in me. I didn't have it in me because I didn't, that, all of that, it was, it's just free. It's, there's freedom in doing everything that you want to do because it's okay, you know, like, it's okay because, you know, if I fail, and it's a lot about, you know, when you're a perfectionist, there's a lot about failure, right? About failing. So when you learn to trust yourself, you learn to trust that failure is actually not failure at all, but a stepping stone to success. So uh, every time that I failed, I, I learned something from it. And so now whenever something happens and even like I go through this, like, I don't know, a shame spiral, I call them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I deal a little bit with anxiety. So a lot of times, sometimes if, when I get anxiety, um, I'll, I'll go through and, but I, now I don't see it as failure anymore. I see it as like, um, a learning opportunity. And so then I grow from it. Right. So there's never failure in my life. There's no failure in my life anymore because there's no, because you can't, because if you put yourself in a situation where you can't fail, then everything is a learning opportunity and nothing is a failure because everything is just, Oh, okay. A learning. There's some fail. There's some learning opportunities that are a little harsher than others, mm-hmm. but that's okay. You know, and that's, and that that's freedom is like freedom to be, not only does it make me more free, but I'm now helping others release to be more free for them. So it, it it's a, it's an exponential thing. So I feel better and then I can teach others and, 
and then you could just, you know, like what's the best is feeling the way that I do. Like, you know, you taught me, not that you taught me, I taught myself through whatever the things that I did, but then, you know, like it just, you just can do everything. You feel like you can do everything, you know? And then when you don't feel like you can do everything, you have ways of coping with that a little bit more, you know, like you, you, you know, you don't go to food. Sometimes you do, but most of the time you don't, you, you learn that those triggers are in your mind, you know? So there's a lot of mind control, but really like once you change the way you think, everything else changes Mm -hmm. and it's just how to change the mentality of, okay, you know, this is, this is all of this is okay. And once you change that, you're, you're unstoppable. Like you really become unstoppable, right? Because nothing can stop you from, from, from doing the things you want to do because you believe it so badly and you want it so badly. Oh, I love it. That's so good. And I've just loved like, see, you know, being a part of your process and seeing it like unfold on your blog and just kind of, you know, whatever on social media, just, (laughs) it's so, it's so amazing. And I just, I love how you said you want to, you know, coach other women and share it because, you know, the more people that we have out there, like, you know, walking and living proof that, you know, you can be free. You don't have to be shackled to your perfectionism or your food fears or whatever. Um, the better, you know? So I just like, wow, I really commend you that you've taken it now to it's become, you know, like your purpose as well. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, as a coach, I see it all the time, you know, like, and especially, you know, not everybody's in the CrossFit community, but, you know, there's a lot of goals that you need to, you want to accomplish. And there's a lot of really fit people out there that are doing their stuff. And, you know, you're always, you're never good enough because, you know, you're looking at these people who are, you know, like can do whatever. And, you know, it's the same with food. It's it's actually the same. And that's like with exercise, it's the same thing. It's, It's like once you realize that, You can be, you you know, like let go of whatever ideal that you think and focus on the one thing that you need to work on at the time or whatever and just be happy with where you've come or be happy with where you're at or that the goal is not the goal. The the journey is everything. Like, you know, once you get that goal, once you reach that goal, it's the same as the attainment of us being skinny or that I used to have of like being – the goal is – it's nothing. It's the journey that's really cool. And if you're shackled, you don't even notice the journey. You just think about the goal and then that, the fact that you haven't gotten there. Once you let go of that, those change, the journey is beautiful. Every day is awesome because, and food is awesome and exercise, you know, I go to the gym and it's not like, oh, I can't do this. It's like, oh, look what I can do. Or, you know, and, and, and that there's something freeing about realizing that, reaching a goal is not necessarily the goal is not the cool thing. It's not the cool thing. Cause once you get there, I remember like my muscle up, you know, it was like, Oh, I want to get a muscle. And I got one. And it's like the minute I got off the rings, I was like, okay, now I need to get two. So it was yeah. like, there was nothing. There was Never nothing enough. about it. Like yeah. it was literally like, okay, well now, and it's the same with, with the attainment of like that ideal body. It's like, it's never going to be enough. And I wrote a blog post about it. I don't know what it was called, but it was about, I remember talking to the girls in the gym and this is while I was going through the process. I wasn't necessarily there. Everybody was talking because, you know, the big thing is about weighing themselves. Like I'm like the big don't weigh yourself kind of, you know, like I don't, I don't, I just, I don't see the point. It's just stupid. But, uh, but people still do that like daily, the daily weighing, weigh in, you know, and these women are just these skinny beanpole, you know, and I was like, why is your worth all wrapped up in how much you weigh on a scale? It seems, feels like it's so primal you know mm-hmm. I don't know it's like an old like just who, who cares and you know people will say oh well you know I weigh myself in the morning and oh if I don't if I don't weigh that right number like it just I feel horrible like all day and I'm like well why do you weigh yourself then? <laughs> <laughs> I know it seems it seems like a no-brainer to us now I but I know but before yeah. it was like that was just like where you where your mindset was yeah and it's like oh and and it, well they and I remember you know like Somebody said to me, I said, why do you weigh yourself every day? Because I want to stay on track. You know, I, I don't, it's like, okay. But it's, but it, but it's, it's, it's completely um, attached to your self-worth. I, I, I don't get it. You know, like it's, and it was for me for years. Every morning, my self-worth was attached to a number. Honestly, mm-hmm. crazy to think about that now. 
Yeah. Yeah. So as we wrap things up here, I'd love yeah. to just ask you, you know, what would you like to share with other women who are, you know, who are going through a similar experience? I think that, that, that they have to realize that life is right now. Like it is right now. And you have to, I, I used to, I say this to every, everybody that listens, surrender to where you are right now and own it, like own it. It's like uh, I read, I'm reading this book, uh, which is amazing, The One Thing by Gary Keller. And um, he says, you're, you're a victim. You're either an author or a victim of your life. Like you have the power right now, no matter what you look like, where you're at, to change and to be the person that you want to be. doesn't matter your circumstances. You have the control to react and to be who you want to be in this moment right now, like in this particular moment. And that is, and then you have to surrender to where you're at and, and accept it and then go from there and say, okay, well, there's some things that you can accept, but if there's some things that you just, then just work on that, that, that wherever you are, you know, I have working in the gym, people come in and they're like, Oh, I haven't been here. It's like, but you're here and, and you're alive and you could change it right now if you wanted to, like, obviously sometimes you're busy or whatever, but you know, I said to somebody yesterday, I said, what's your purpose? Like whatever your purpose is, like live it right now. Even if, well, I'll think about my purpose in a couple of weeks when I'm not busy, but it'll make your busyness purposeful. So it's the same with everybody. Like my, what I would say to people is just like own yourself right now. Look at yourself and just own it. And if you're not happy, then you need to, and, and, and you think about, you know, who you want to be in the future. Like, Start right now to, to try to change that, to try to every day work on that. Because, you know, I wake up every morning, honestly, and this is true. I would, I would not lie. I actually wake up every morning happy to wake up. Like I wake up and I'm excited and it sounds, you know, somebody said, oh, I'd rather be the annoying, like positive person. But it's true. I, it's much more fun to wake up and be like, no alarm. I wake up, I get up, I love coffee. So I like make my coffee and like I'm happy because I, I don't know. There's something freeing about about just trying to be the best every day. And that that means accepting who you are right now. Because mm-hmm. waiting to go to be X, waiting to be this and or waiting to for this and waiting for that to end or maybe I'll wait for this and then I'll be fine. Like no, 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 no. Do it now. Like don't wait because you don't know first of all you don't know what happens tomorrow and i think my big trigger for me also is cuz my mom died at a very young age and i think i was very my mom, i closed my eyes until that happened and then once my eyes were open i was like wow one day I, everything was fine and then the next day everything was gone you know yeah and so once you realize that you realize that you're not good right now tomorrow could be completely different. So there's no point. Like, why did you wake up this morning? Did you wake up to like, ugh, you know, like drudge through life and get through another day? Or did you wake up to actually like live it? And what happened to me is, and I don't know how to like put it all together, but like once I stopped like obsessing over everything, I just started to live my life. It just made life lighter and life is lighter. And I have hard moments. You know, I have yesterday, my woke up, went to go to work, have a client. I was a little bit like running and my car wouldn't start. It's still actually, I have to call CA now, but, um, oh. but you know, like life happens and I could be like, Oh, this is awful. And like, whatever, but you know, it happens and you're in control of the way you're going to react to that. You know, I took a cab to work, whatever. And it was fine. It was fine. But there's big things, big things will happen in your life. Little things will happen in your life. And it's the way that you perceive it in your mind that's going to make the difference. You are the author or the victim. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, they use excuses because they're the, the, you know, while everybody else is, you know, like everybody else is holding them back, you know, and there's, but really, I don't think, I don't know. That's not an excuse. I don't want to say excuse because sometimes life is really busy, but if you want to do it right now, like that freedom is like, it's nice to wake up in the morning and be like, yay. 
Yeah, I love it. That pretty much like sums <laughs> sums it all up, right? <laughs> I'm very tired. At the end of the day, I, I, I sit in my bed and I say, yay, too. That's the sound bite. <laughs> now I wake up in the morning and I feel, yay. <laughs> like my alarm in the morning is, there, there's a song, it's an old school, like, ain't nothing gonna break my stride. Yeah. Like I'm, that, that's my alarm. And I was like, I wake up and I'm like, nothing's gonna break my stride. It's time to go. And when you're shackled, you don't have, you, you can't do that you're limited you're li- maybe it's it's just like mobility and, and and strength like you're limited by your mobility because your joint you know holds your muscles it's the same thing you're limited by your what you can do with how you think about yourself yeah right? it's like That's the emotional awesome. weight right it's that yeah, emotional awesome. weight makes it makes everything heavy exactly and once you get rid of it once you and it, 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 you're never, you know, you're always, it's, it's a constant work. You're working on it all the time. It's not like I'm, everything's great. And you know, no, I, I, I'm real realistic in that I have really bad days. I do. I still do. I have, I have really bad days, but yeah, you're human. <laughs> I'm human. Yeah. But when I have the bad days, the next, you know, you know, I, I find way, I have ways to cope with it. And, and then, you know, you realize it's just a bad day and you, you move on, you know, like moving on is a big you know and that was something that I learned from you like move I'm not going to use explicit but that's okay you can it's a I can okay so it's like move the fuck on like just (laughs) move on like enough of that you know and and I think that that's I think the biggest take home that well there's a lot of stuff that I learned from you that was the one thing I actually have it on top of my like I have like a bulletin board with kind of my vision board and that's one of the things that I have is move on like move the fuck on like it, 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 life is too short to obsess about the fact that you just ate a freaking cookie. Like, come on, you just ate a cookie. Like, move on, you know? Yeah, and, I love it. <laughs> like, it's just a cookie. Like, it's not, you didn't just, you murder somebody, you ate a cookie. You know, your body will adapt, you know? Like, whatever, you know? It's not, I don't know. It's just, it, it's funny because once you're out of it, you know, like, once you're out of it, it's just, it's so nice. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to like negate people who are in it right now, because I know when you're in it, you're in it, like you're in it. And that's where you're at, you know, and, and sometimes someone will talk to me and be like, well, whatever, you know, like, I just want to lose 10 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. like, but once you, you, you tip, you, it's like the tipping, there's something that changes that switch. Once you switch it, it's like, oh, I don't have to lose 10 pounds. Sweet. Now I can take my time to do something else. And I'm not yes. thinking about losing weight. And you know what? You know what will happen? I, well, I don't know. With me, my weight just doesn't fluctuate. Any, like, really doesn't fluctuate. Like, I mean, it fluctuates probably. I don't know. I don't weigh myself. But you know, it just, it, my body is just my body. It is, it's happy. It's happy where it is. It's yes. Happy I've accepted. I'm like, this is where she is. She's always wanted to be here. I've never wanted her to be here because this is not where she's supposed to be because my mom started dieting when she was 150 pounds and oof, if I'm, you know, like 150 pounds is, you know, that was like my big thing. And now it's like, oh, she's happy. Like she, she hasn't, I've had the same clothes. I've, I've been in the same jeans. She's happy here. Like let's, let's, let's leave her here and, and stop trying to force her to go into this like mode that I've, I've, you know, I've tried to force her since I was 15. So, you know, like, let's just be happy here. And, and then let's move the fuck on and do other things that's more important. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So good. Well, thank yeah. you so much. Oh, no my God. Like, yeah. just thank you. You like just sharing all like everything, you know, and I know it's not always easy to you know, hash up some of those experiences and those emotions and those and, and, you know, really kind of be vulnerable. Um, but just you doing that, like, it's just, it's so awesome to see because, um, yeah, like, holy, holy crap, you've really done a 180, like in terms of, you know, when, when we first kind of like connected and I got to know you, like, it's just, oh my God, it's so cool. And I'm just so glad that you're like preaching the, preaching the good word and coaching other women now because, um, yeah, well, I yeah, I think that, and as and this year is like this is my this is my year. But I, you know, there's a lot of stuff because I, I I've opened that up now. I'm doing I'm doing stuff that I, I never imagined, and and because of your mind works, you know, like the more you believe things, the more I do a lot of affirmations now. A lot. I wake up every morning. 
I meditate, I do affirmations and I, and I really prepare myself for my day and to become the person that I want to be. I, you know, and that's kind of where my, you know, where I'm going is like teaching people like, okay, what is it that you want? What's that perfect quote unquote, like best life? Like, okay, let's, let's, let's go to that. Like, so what, how are we going to be living? What are we going to be doing? And, uh, and, and becoming that person. I used to always say, I'm never going to be this because I'm that, you know, I'm never going to be that because I'm this, I, oh, I'm a very, very unbalanced person. Oh, you know what? I can't control myself around. Now it's like, I can control myself around any food and alcohol and I can, you know, and I could be very successful if I wanted to. And I could be, I could be whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I just tell myself that now before, you know, the negative self-talk of being like, well, I can't do that. And now you hear it once you, once you realize it, you're like, you hear the people saying like, oh, well, I'm this and I'm that. It's like, no, you're not. You believe you are, but you're not. Mm-hmm. You are who you are because of the way that you think. Yeah, totally. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, thank you again so no much. <laughs> it's nice chatting with you. If you like what you heard, then don't forget that enrollment for the full nine-week Rock Your Body program closes on Sunday, March 15th. The program starts Monday, March 16th. Get all the details at rockyourbodynow.com or just through my emails or social media. And uh, don't forget I'm having a Q&A call on Wednesday, March 11th. So if you have questions for that, tweet them to me, Facebook them to me, or tune in live and ask them live. And I'll let you know if the program is right for you. You until next time, rock on. 